0: Hey, welcome back to Hallmark Hall of Shame. I'm Elena, and I'm Janet, and we're shamed. And we are ashamed <laughs> that we just watched "Marry Me at Christmas." <laughs> this this film aired. This Christmas film aired the last weekend in October, and it is very clear why. <laughs> <laughs> because hopefully, we'll forget it by Christmas. <laughs> I'm going to call this the opener. <laughs> like a real soft open. They're like, remember how you like to harvest time wedding? <laughs> they well, don't want you to get too excited about Christmas right before Christmas actually comes. <laughs> so when they were concept when they were concepting this movie, they were like at the whiteboard and they're like, all right, Christmas movies go. And somebody was like, what I like about Notting Hill is the premise. And the lack of chemistry. But what if we (laughs) dialed up the lack of chemistry? Yeah. And took away the good writing. Exactly. (laughs) And made the premise... Oh, that was the no chemistry alarm. (laughs) just went off. Chemistry's calling. (laughs) It's going to be 45 minutes late. backed up. <laughs> I can't make it So we're going to have to do with uh, <clears throat> biology <laughs> or just proximity. Chemistry oh, can't make it. Don't, it. Worry, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Uh, moving on. I <laughs> thought you were going to yes and me there, but I, I really wanted to, but I had already moved on. And then I was, <laughs> I was like, "Oh, we're going to talk about the fiance." So oh no. Oh no, I would love to. <laughs> but I can't. So we watched Merry Merry Christmas. Would you like to explain the premise of this? So film? um uh, a woman who co owns a bridal boutique in small town Northern California. Fool's Gold. Fool's Gold, California. Um which I feel should have been a hint. Like, they're even they're saying, like, <laughs> guys, this movie ain't the real thing. Listen, <laughs> we understand we got some iron pie, right? <laughs> <laughs> but, hey, we might make it sparkle. Hold on. Uh, so they own a bridal boutique, and a woman comes in looking for a dress with her nearly silent fiancé. Yeah. <laughs> um, Who and... was the, mo- the best character in the film. Based on his five <laughs> lines, he's the only one I want to spend time with at any point in the future. <laughs> yeah. There you go. So, uh, comes in to buy a dress and is like, we decided to get married real fast, uh, so can you also plan my wedding? Mm-hmm. Um, the woman who d- owns the bride boutique who is planning the wedding finds out the next day that this bride's brother is the Famous movie star, Johnny Blake. The Johnny Blake. Cheek. G- G- the. <laughs> From the <laughs> G- Fire's Edge movies. You've heard of him. We saw a billboard for it, so we know they're real. We know they're real. Um, and he's on every magazine in town. Um, <laughs> Literally. So he comes to town early to help plan the wedding, and he doesn't really help so much as he tries to spend a lot of money. Yeah. Um, and at the end... He falls in love with the wedding planner and buys a home and moves there and gives up Hollywood. So there's, there's I your mean, basic. Yeah, crackpot bananas as always. So, <laughs> I mean, I, I, I don't know where to jump in. I think the first thing <laughs> that really struck me mm-hmm. was um, so yeah as you said the the bride is looking for a dress, mm-hmm. and then I think she's just looked for a dress- that's all that's happened yep. and then the bride and the the boutique owner, Maddie, run into each other outside in the town square. This is literally the dialogue. Oh hey, I just thought I'd get a peppermint mocha and take a little walk before my next meeting. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> I love a Peppermint mocha like anyone else. So they're, <laughs> they're both on that exact path. Exact path. And also, there is no stress in this wedding planning. None at all. It's amazing. Yeah, it has to take place in two weeks. So they decide to stroll together. They get roped into decorating a gingerbread house on the sidewalk. Like and, you do. And then as they're just standing there chatting, like the, the gingerbread house... Uh, moderator care, 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 <laughs> care, 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 is like well you should have maddie plan your wedding and then immediately the bride ginger's like oh my gosh please please do it please and she even, even said, though I she thought had you were it was like she has no she has no reason to hire this woman to plan mm-hmm. a wedding in two weeks other than the fact that maddie is local and nobody else involved is yeah, you're right. And but she's immediately like desperate for her help. Even though Maddie herself is like, I've never planned a wedding before. I've thought about doing it and expanding right. our business, but I haven't yet. And she's like, It's gotta be it's you or nothing. Or I'm dead in the water. Yeah. Um which I think segues into one of our favorite topics. <laughs> lady jobs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, lady jobs. In Hallmark movies. Um, and Bridal Boutique owner, classic. Yeah. Classic. The fact that she co-owns it with her best friend, perfect. Her quote-unquote business partner, but I have huge issues with that. Mm-hmm. Because they never make a decision together. No. Even though every time her phone rings, she goes, oh, it's my business partner. My business partner's calling. <laughs> I have to take this call from my business partner. But she may, she like takes on a wedding planning position Uh without checking yeah I, i think maybe like they own the boutique together but maddie's gonna branch off and just do wedding planning but they never at any point seem like equal partners in anything no but it's a i think that that is one of the I can't say the worst relationships in the movie because there's so many bad ones. I wrote down three inappropriate relationships. <laughs> oh, was this top of the list? <laughs> it, was, it was the first one because it's the first one that we saw. Yeah. And even just my business partner's calling. Uh, mm-hmm. but guess what? I just devoted the next two weeks of my life to planning a rush wedding. Hope that's fine. Even though yeah. their bridal boutique business is in trouble, of course. Of course. The second inappropriate relationship is the one between johnny blake the famous actor and his manager barb yeah who he treats with such disdain Disdain is exactly like he he treats her like a study hall monitor who's always trying to like get him to shut up and do his homework but it's Mm -hmm. like this is like that is her job and this is your career Right. And when she's like, here's a script, he's like, uh, oh, oh, Barb, Barb, geez, you're always on my, my case. It's like, okay. But then he never at any point is like, Hey Barb, here are my career goals. Here's some reasons I'm not interested in this script. He just uh, like avoids her calls. would have been so healthy. <laughs> no, no. Oh, um... Right. The third what, and this sort of brings us back around. Okay. The third inappropriate relationship is that between the wedding planner and the bride. Yeah. We definitely jumped into that crockpot of bananas. <laughs> crockpot of bananas <laughs> that you mentioned earlier. Because they become soulmates. Soulmates. Instantly. Instantly. So much so that the wedding planner becomes the maid of honor. Yes. And, like, it, there's there's a throwaway dialogue at the beginning where she's like, do you have any bridesmaids? And she's like, no, it's all happening so fast. I don't want to ask anybody to change their plans last minute. But, that, but then none of her friends ever show up at any point. I mean, it's one thing if you don't want to have, like, a bridal party of six. But if you don't have a single, like, good friend who's going to change her plans... <laughs> Yeah, it's strange. And so it's just her hanging out with Maddie the whole time and then like at one point she's like, "I'm so glad you're doing this." And she's like, "Me too." And then they hug. It's like this is not. It it definitely is weird. And she it's even very weird. it's heightened by the fact that the fiance has just accepted this residency in London. Mhm. So if I get a call from a friend that she's engaged and oh, we're gonna get married in. I don't know how much time it was. Two weeks. Two weeks. Four weeks. Okay, two weeks. Yeah. Oh gosh. The, okay, yeah. she's getting married in two weeks, and then they're immediately moving to London. Mm-hmm. There. And you're like, I'm. I already. I'm going to my parents' house, and I just changing this ticket yeah. would be like, it just it'd be, be really crazy. hard, and like I, I'm, I'm just. I mean, good luck. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> have fun in London. I, yeah, it, does, it is not true to how relationships work. No, not at all. all. But it does clear the path for Ginger and Maddie to be best friends immediately. Yes. And for the bride, Ginger, to care way too much about Maddie's blossoming love with her brother. In the two weeks that they In have. the two weeks in which they decide to dedicate their lives to each other. <laughs> Yep, um, and she had only been dating her fiance for a couple months, so like things moving fast. That's in Ginger's world. Yeah. Um, that being said, I kind of liked Ginger. And I loved Ginger. Going back to uh, the idea of Lady Jobs, she had a great job. She was a web designer. She coded. She did it. She was running the website for that town, mm-hmm. which is how she found that town. Yeah, and that was actually a moment of like, all right. Yeah, this is an atypical lady job. (laughs) Yeah. Well done, Ginger. Most Hallmark lady jobs are ones that eight-year-old girls play pretend as. Mm -hmm. Like, there's no lady job that doesn't sound fun to a nine-year-old girl. It's like florist, wedding dresses, bakery, Mm -hmm. uh, children's book author. And if if you're in any sort of corporate, it's like editor, magazine, it's all very... Right, you get the idea that they went into the bank to get a loan for their business with a business plan written in crayon. (laughs) (laughs) I've been sitting on this for 20 years. This has been my dream. (laughs) Good to go, as is. (laughs) Thank you for the cash. (laughs) Um... But the real star of this movie is Maddie's hair. (laughs) I have a problem. It's not normal. So, I know because I looked it up. That's what I've been doing on my phone while you set up the recording stuff. (laughs) I have looked up all of this actress's IMDb photos. Her hair never looks like this. Oh my gosh. Her hair looks great in all the photos. The art design on this movie really missed it. Yeah, but it didn't miss it any bigger than it did with her hair. It that's sh- that's shocking. Uh-huh. So what they think, listeners, what they think she looks like is like Carrie Russell in the '90s. They're going for like corkscrew curls. Uh, period. <laughs> They're going for corks through curls, mm-hmm. and that is what they have accomplished. But it looks like a raggedy Ann wig. Like the curls are so self-contained. Everybody knows. They been everybody knows out. you finger yes. finger toss all those out. You have to shake those curls. <laughs> you gotta shake them out, Maddie. What are you doing? <laughs> They're all, like, fresh out of the iron, the, like, half-inch curling iron, curled into ringlets, and then they were like, nobody move. Perfect. <laughs> spray them. Spray. Spray them solid. Spray the beduzas out of it. Um, and I'm, I'm trying to find out IMDb right now, but there is a review. Where, it's a one-star review for this movie, <laughs> where someone says, there is no chemistry between the leads, and the actress's hair is, like, Shirley Temple gone yeah. wrong. And I was like, "Yeah, you are my people." One star review. If you're out there listening, (laughs) reviewer, welcome home. (laughs) Nailed it. (laughs) (laughs) And every once in a while, they'll like put they put her hair in a side ponytail one time, and it's just such. It's like I breathe a sigh of relief. Yes, it was like a weight. Came off my because I was like, I don't have to look at that dumb, dumb hair. And they put it up at one point, but they still left this one giant ringlet in the yeah. front, which was just immediately flashbacks to '97. And Ginger had great hair. Everyone had great Isabel hair. Isabel had great hair. Everybody's mom had great hair. Yes, everyone in every commercial break had great <laughs> hair. It was so hard. I, just, I mean, who was responsible? She was like, make me look like. Taylor Swift just got out of the shower. I kept thinking that she just got out of the shower. Yeah, it's it like when it's like when people hair when when people with curly hair just got out of the shower and you can see their every definition of their curl. Mm-hmm. It looked like that except her hair was dry. Which, yeah, maybe it was a wig. Maybe she went through a terrible health scare. Well, you took that real dark. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why let's, let's take we did that. <laughs> uh, if that's the case, we apologize. Our thoughts and prayers. <laughs> um, but it it was horrible. horrible. It was real bad, and they actually had it be straight and lovely, and like brushed out and like wavy and soft for those moments where she was fancier. So for yeah. the date and for the wedding, so you had these moments, and also when her hair is up, it's not as like, it just felt so crunchy and rigid. So, like, having those moments of, like, oh, I feel like her hair could move. Yeah. <laughs> it was really great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Any, yeah. And how, also, how did you feel about her in general, though? Um, Her friend Maddie. I uh, I felt like she had some characteristics as a character, mm-hmm. <laughs> as, as you do, that weren't uh, fully defined. Because... She, she has this like maybe things will work out in the business but when she has a snowball in her hand she's suddenly very competitive (laughs) yeah so I felt like if she could have harnessed her snowball energy into her business energy right she would have been really successful yeah so there were things that just really didn't add up to me yeah for her as a character yeah, and they they try this thing with her. She's called funny by other people in the movie. Oh, I have notes on that. And she, I mean, it's supposed to be a funny character, but clearly written by unfunny people. So <laughs> she has, like, this sort of smirking, sarcastic tone that she goes to a lot, especially with Johnny Blake walking around you know, the small town, she's like, well, you're a local now. Or like, oh, mm-hmm. I guess that's the paparazzi. Like, whatever. Like, she's sort of, like, world-wise. Um, small town world Yeah. But then, like any Hallmark heroine, she has to be, like, a romantic and loves her small town, like loves strolling through the square and saying hi to everybody mm-hmm. introduces all passers-by to her parents. And she the, like the, those two sides of her are just not reconciled in any way that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So half the time she's kind of this like cool girl. Mm-hmm. And like you said, when, when they have a snowball fight and he's like, wow, you throw it hard. She's like, Oh, state champion softball four years in a row. I'm like, yeah. well, awesome, dude. Good yeah. for you. <laughs> But then, yeah, it's just then it has to turn around and kind of be like a wuss half the time. So it's just yeah. really unclear who, what's, who she is and why I should like her. Yeah, and I, you brought up the lack of humor for her, and I think it also <laughs> is a problem with our leading dude, mm-hmm. Johnny Blake, um, <clears throat> and with Maddie, it comes out in these jokes that are not delivered. Um, my example would be, they're walking down the street and he says, is there a gym? I need to get a gym. And she says, oh, we don't have a gym. We just hike mountains and do pull-ups on tree branches. Which, this is actually a pet peeve of mine in real life. When people, when you ask a question for information and people give you the wrong information and pretend it's a joke. (laughs) Like... Oh, uh, do you have that, this beer on draft? No, we ran out. Awkward pause. (laughs) Ha just kidding. Here it is. (laughs) We have not formed a relationship based on you giving me bad information. Right. It's not a funny joke. Um, and (laughs) this bothers me. I can tell. In life. (laughs) So when it came up in the movie, I was like, not a joke. You're just being an ass. Um, yeah. And then she's like, "Just kidding." There's a gym down the street. We're not cavemen. Yes, and that's how we know that it was a so terrible. I mean, what fun they're having! I mean, you're just an ass. You're just an ass. You are a fine person. You're an ass. But I his... do that all the time. What? I'm pretty sure. You say, "You just." It give sounds like the a wrong information. Sounds like something I would say. Which part? Do you like me? <laughs> I don't know. i like this is really hard for me right now uh, can you give me an example I mean I would do the like uh I don't know I, I can't give an example of like in my in my life having said that but I can see me like nope no presents for you I'll calm down a little bit now. no I, mean, I just don't but... I I I acknowledge that it does not bother me, but I'm not okay. A so performer. the other side of this, okay, yeah. the other side of this is his terrible sense of humor, mm. and that comes out when he's actually trying to be sincere, and the actor gives lines too sincerely, ones yeah. that should have warmth and like joy to them in some way, um, just any ounce that would yeah. help them be palatable to the audience. So ones are, uh, she says something like, um, "I'm surprised you even came to this party," or you sound surprised that you liked the party. Mm-hmm. And then he says, "Well, it's been a long time since I've been to a party that wasn't work." <laughs> Why wasn't that yeah. delivered with some humor? Right, it's just pure melancholy. And it and he eors, he eors. Yeah. Numerous times Instead of just being like Man I really love being in this small town And going to this small town party Meaning yes. fruitcake or like, a delight. Yeah or he's always like Talking about how he's uncomfortable in LA But you can do that with a lot of humor And there's like One point where she says uh, They're talking about people And he again Eeyores And is like well people haven't always turned out to be Who I thought they were <laughs> and, you're, and it just is like this, it's which is just, random... just true of ev- anybody. Right, like it doesn't make you an interesting, sensitive man. Also, and, and to it suddenly fall into these potholes of despair, yeah. mid conversation. <laughs> their well, their whole quote-unquote relationship we don't buy it and (laughs) as we've mentioned they they have no chemistry but it's hampered by the fact that like there's no linear growth to their dynamic like first of all this happens all the time in hallmarks but they continue to have the same conflict and sort of semi-resolve it and then it just happens again two days later and you're like either move past it because you've ostensibly solved this problem or have it build and build and build and build and and then come to a head. Because one thing that keeps happening is that like, because he's paying for the wedding, he comes in with all these crazy ideas. So like he brings in these invitations that he wants and he has a wedding dress ship for his sister Mm -hmm. and, um, he wants it to be like a Scottish theme. And at every every one of these instances, then This brother has a lot of opinions. <laughs> he has on a lot, this lot of time wedding. and a lot of opinions. And every time they're like, you know, it's really the bride's day and like she should get to pick. Mm-hmm. And then there'll be like a little bit of dialogue business and he'll be like, Listen, I'm sorry. I overstepped. It's your day and I want you to be happy. It's like, but that happens three times. Yeah. It would be it would have been more interesting of a conflict if it just kept happening and she kept sort of like compromising or going along with what he wanted and then it's sort of being like this wedding is insane and i don't like it which happened in the movie that we watched last week mm-hmm. a harvest wedding but the same thing sort of happens in their relationship where you they're like it's never clear whether they're like dating or not <laughs> He holds her hand at a tree lighting ceremony, and the fallout from this brief handhold lasts for days. (laughs) (laughs) He, again, briefly holds her hand when a Christmas tree is lit, and then the next day, they're at a catering tasting, which is, I can't even talk about the catering tasting. That's not what those are like, but... (laughs) <laughs> and then he was like, um, So I guess we should talk about what happened last night. <laughs> mm-hmm. And she's like, What? And he's like, When I held your hand. It was like, uh, oh And god. then she was like, I thought you just got carried away because of the tree. <laughs> we yeah, we were caught it down. up in the romance. Oh, of I the thought moment. you just got excited about the Christmas tree. Oh my god! So, like, <laughs> so he held her hand like I'm so... a grown man can't contain right. his excitement about a christmas tree so he just gently gently grabs her hand <laughs> uh, Which okay but then you need to be able to have a talk about it as adults Yeah it's never clear then like what conclusion they've come to hmm. And then they move on and have the same conflict. And then they're both just like, well, and she's like, I don't want to get hurt. And he's like, you're overthinking it. And then it just seems like nothing's happening. But then, okay, so to just jump way ahead. then, yeah. So at some point he goes back to L.A. for a meeting, <laughs> is caught on camera having dinner with a famous actress. Mm-hmm. She sees it on TV. We'll come back to that. <laughs> and either. then... They have this fight as if they're in a committed relationship. Mm-hmm. Like, they're having the fight of two people who have slept together. Right. But they have only hugged and held hands.
1: and One held hands
0: once. And, and then it continually had a conversation about how they can't be together. Right. But then she's so mad. And then when... Uh, and oh, j- just to remind you, they've known each other for less than two less weeks. Less than two weeks. And then at one point, she gets mad at her business partner and they decide to dissolve the business. We don't care about that. And then she says, uh, when they make up, she's like, Good, I could only handle one breakup right now. I'm like, <laughs> you are not in a breakup. You... <laughs> <laughs> You've never agreed to. Right. So that, their whole relationship, you're just like, I don't think they were ever together. No. This is the kind of breakup that someone in, I don't know, their late teens, early 20s tells you about, and you have to be the one who breaks <laughs> it to them that they weren't actually dating. Yes. Yes. So let's talk about that TMZ, <laughs> that TMZ spotting. Yeah. <laughs> this, take it away this really tickled me for some reason it sure did your joy in that moment was a delight so rachel why did i call her rachel i think that's name. maddie is at home watching tv with her parents mm-hmm. and you hear a voice from the tv say like hot shot movie star johnny blake was caught on a date with co-star natalie fernandez but the image on their tv is, like, a poorly lit shot of Johnny Blake and Natalie Fernandez sitting at a card table against a wall. There, There's no chiron, like No art on the there's wall. There's no, like, host. Like, normally, that shot would be, like, a television reporter, uh, and then, yeah. you know, like, the shot up in the corner, and then, like, a headline across it. It looks like if I were to make a movie... Uh, with my camcorder and was like, okay, we need a restaurant scene. And I just put a table, like, right. in a blank corner and put some sheet, a sheet <laughs> and some plates on it. I was like, this is the restaurant It's scene. a restaurant. <laughs> yeah. It, 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 it mm. it's like they, they just put that in at the last minute and literally just shot it on, in the hall. And I don't know how they made it look worse than it being shot on a phone, but you're right. It was a camcorder Yeah, or why didn't they shoot it on a phone? Or make it dark. It was supposed to be a restaurant. Or have it be a shot of them leaving a restaurant and getting into an SUV. And they could have shot it. That's so much easier to shoot, and it's realistic. I feel like they should have swapped locations for the catering tasting and that dinner. (laughs) (laughs) Because, like, it was, like, this dark romantic dinner for the catering tasting, (laughs) which is not real. Again, Catering right. tastings are very, there's, they're very hands-on. <laughs> you don't just get to sit at a restaurant and have a conversation. Well, maybe in fool's gold. Maybe in fool's gold. Hmm. I also enjoyed. so Maddie had some great, like, not really reaction shots, but, like, silent acting when she could feel her feelings for Johnny Blake grow mm-hmm. and was trying to fend them off. So the first, if you'll remember, somebody was kind of talking to her and being like, I think you like him, you should go for it, blah, blah, blah. And she, after this person walks away, she kind of was like visibly thinking about it and then goes, no, and like shakes it off. And out loud says no. Yeah. So But it it looked more like she had to sneeze and like stopped it. Well, that's a good description. Of... <laughs> Not wanting to feel those feels. <laughs> He's like, Ugh. Ugh, uh, won't sneeze. And then there's another moment when she's walking down the street, looks across and sees Johnny kneeling down and talking to a young boy and a dog. Mm-hmm. And it's just very like charming and cute. Mm-hmm. And uh, she literally like puts her hand on the back of her head does a 180 and walks the other way and it's kind of like oh boy oh I can't oh, I can't see that like, it's, like just the physical so funny physical rejection of her own feelings is very on display and that was one of the best moments for her hair and her jacket yeah and that scene was three seconds great outfit camel Why did they waste that camel coat green beret mm-hmm. looked amazing Hair out of sight. Out of sight. He's out of mind. Sky pony. Real nice. <laughs> yeah. Um, I also think her I I think the art direction in this movie, which I brought up with the hair and some of her jackets, is off. But I think we also see it in her decoration. Mm-hmm. So her decorating the store for Christmas at the very opening, I don't think looks great. Um, and then when she actually Has a setup for the wedding, not impressed at all. And everyone's like, when people see how you've decorated this, no, I'm not impressed by it. Yeah. But third, the artwork that the lead character draws, which uh, is. Is interesting because I think the first drawing he's doing, showing that he's his like artistic self, is kind of coming to life again. Mm -hmm. Um, The pencil drawing looks fine. Yeah. When it jumps to like colored pencils later, it starts to look very young. Yeah. And then when they start to go through the portfolio, kind of at the end, as like a gift he gives her at the wedding, right? Yeah. Weird. it looks like a junior hire's portfolio. Yeah. Though that moment that it shot. It's, <clears throat> ironically enough, it's very, like, greeting card-esque. All his little mm-hmm. drawings. So maybe Hallmark just, like, brought somebody over from the other... They're like, get somebody down from the 10th floor. Yeah. Guess what? <laughs> we need what? 10 sketches. I looked it up. Oh, no! Because I was curious. Yeah. Um, it It's... All the artwork is actually done by a famous L.A. artist, James Picard. So I looked at his website. I've heard he of has that. stunning work. But he does amazing, um, and he does watercolors, paint. He does some pencil drawings, which are stunning. But they're all either nature scenes or still life or portraits. Mm-hmm. He's not doing capturing towns. Yeah. And, and there are ones that are really bright, but there are other ones that are much more of that, like, pencil style or, like, muted, um, even some more abstract. So they obviously gave him direction, which was the wrong direction, because they had amazing talent that they squandered. Yeah. And if he's so good at doing portraits, how did they not have him do an amazing portrait in this movie? Yes. Which would have been a, a great addition to the film. Yeah. He could have captured that... Horrible hair. Horrible hair. Yeah, or maybe just on one of the days where her hair looks better. <laughs> he's like, drawing this hair. Really did this. a number on my wrist. <laughs> All the spirals. Um, yeah, yeah. He, he's he's <clears throat> frequently doodling, and then Maddie sees his his work one time and says, "What are these? You're not an actor. You're an artist." Which rude. <laughs> so rude. <laughs> And it's just very strange. It's like, so what? Where are we going with this? Are we saying he quits acting and draws? Okay. For Hallmark? He. I had a problem with this as well. He says to her father in a scene that he has bought this house, and he's going to move here. He has enough money saved up so he can work when he wants to. Mm-hmm. Um, and the father says, sounds like you've found balance. I don't think he's found balance. I think that just getting to work when you want to is not necessarily balance. It's it's nice. Yeah, it's 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 extreme luxury. It's not like I am now living a balanced life. Yeah. So it's this huge luxury that I think he has. But I also personally think think that it doesn't show um, I think there there's a lot he could be doing with that wealth to make our world a better place. Right. And I would like to see him start a charity versus I can just live in this small town and never work again. Yeah. I mean, he and his sister were, are orphaned. And he, he there's yeah. lots of him hanging out with kids in the movies. So, mm-hmm. yeah, do you? I would, I would love to see him have found start a little, path. That, start a little camp. Yeah, something that, like, W- awoken something in his empathetic heart. Yeah. Versus just I can just not do anything and doodle. <laughs> yeah. That seems weird to me. Yeah. What an Eeyore What an eor! We don't like it. Yeah. All I'll right. say it. I'm not gonna date him. I'm not. I'm not dating Johnny Blake. No, Johnny Blake. You're I don't dumb. care if you do buy a chateau a chalet in my hometown after having known me for two weeks. Yeah, and how was that even built in that town? I know. <laughs> it was his like rental house, but it was a like A frame chalet mm-hmm. but like inflated. So it's like a, just an enormous log house. Yeah. That he's renting for two weeks and it baking cookies sometimes. And, and then buys. Yeah.
1: No. And, and it doesn't match
0: the town at all. Like, all the other buildings have that, like, very homey, small... Yeah, you would think he'd be like, oh, I bought a house. Like, everybody else has a little family home right. with, like, porch lights and a Christmas tree in the bay window. Like, mm-hmm. he would buy one of those. That's, yeah. It's something on Main Street. Instead of, like, I bought the rich people's house outside of town. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that felt very odd to me. So... uh. There were a few Hallmark, a Christmas Hallmark, Hallmarks that we saw for the first time, which we will probably be seeing many, 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 many times in the okay. weeks to come. Mm-hmm. The first is, I don't know quite how to phrase this, but like adults singing and other adults just listening with admiration, and the scene <laughs> goes on for a long time. <laughs> happens in so many movies. a lot of times it's carolers but sometimes it's just like at a christmas party people will start singing joy to the world and there's always so many reaction shots of grown people just being like this is so great (laughs) so glad you're all singing for us right now in this living room um another one that we saw was like a christmas activity as the ultimate in bonding, This one was tree decoration. Mm-hmm. It's frequently baking. We did sure. not get a flower fight, but we will get a flower fight. Hold on. We'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah. Um, and the other was just the, like, outsized appreciation of snow. Mm-hmm. It's just, you know. Yeah, the end all the all. It's, it's fine. He actually says, I've never seen snowflakes this big. You can actually see each flake's. Crystal artwork, like, yeah, something to that effect, yeah. And I wrote down, like, has, has he been in LA being an actor or is he from Mars? Like, some <laughs> of his reaction to this small town is just like he's never been on Earth before, yeah, <laughs> which is maybe why he hasn't gotten the cadence of humor down <laughs> <laughs> or still, charm, he's still learning Earthling, or charm, or flame, <laughs> You're right. Oh, we, there was some rough flirting. Oh, the flirting was not. Uh, bad. No, thank it you. was good. Pulling teeth. Like flirting with a dentist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay, so, so Hallmark Hall of Fame, Hallmark Hall of Shame? Yeah. Um, Hall of Shame, it, no secret, no surprises. <laughs> that, we said them all. That hair. Movie. Yeah. That hair. It looks terrible. Look it up, guys. Go to IMDb and look it up. You're going to be shocked. So it's very tied with me. It's kind of a three-way split. The hair, death, is up there. Mm -hmm. Um, And then also just the lack of humor between them. But I think I'm going to have to actually go with how poorly they used James Picard's artwork. (laughs) Because seeing what he's capable of, this is a travesty. For shame. For shame. Hallmark. Yeah. Uh, Hall of Fame? Hall of Fame. I'm going to give it to the best lady job of Ginger, the internet coder. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was a good one. Just Ginger in general. Yeah. Um, I'm going to put the groom in the Hall of Fame. Oh, we haven't even talked about him. We haven't him. even talked about we him. We have to talk about him. He, so his open, his opening line... Mm-hmm. Uh Maddie meets him and she's like, "And what do you do?" And he goes, "I'm a cardiothoracic surgeon. I'm a heart guy." <laughs> and that's basically his whole only line in the entire scene. And it's his whole shtick. Like <laughs> it's at any any time he's in the scene, which is very rarely. Mm-hmm. Like it's usually just Ginger and her brother playing the wedding. They're like, "What would a cardiac surgeon be doing? Cardiac mm-hmm. stuff." Um <laughs> oh, it makes me so happy. So his groom's cake, he wants to be in the shape of a heart, but wait, an anatomically correct functioning heart. Yeah. Which, the wedding planners are all like, ugh, adorable. I think it's the, like, the best it was, detail of yeah. the terrible wedding. Um... And that being it, said, with the terrible art direction, the cake actually didn't look as great as it did. It did, did not in look as great. And you just get a blurry shot of it, like through the baker's box. <laughs> right. and they're like, there's that cake. We needed better art <laughs> direction. Um, there's also a scene where Ginger walks into their, I guess, rental home and he is doing surgery on a banana. With and a, I love a, it. This scalpel <laughs> it just has like an exacto knife out, oh. cutting a square out of a banana peel. Yeah. It's so funny. I'm going to have to... That guy was just like, I'm leaning into that. this. Yeah. What do you tell me? I'm a, thir- I'm a cardiothoracic surgeon? Got Kay. it. Okay. I'd marry him at Christmas. Okay. Deal. <laughs> All right. Let's <laughs> start hanging out at hospitals. <laughs> Forget LA. Well, that On was, was marry me at Christmas, so... Yep, it has begun. It has begun. Welcome to Hallmark Christmas season. Come on! Ring those bells. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Bye.